1980, James LaRocca was a young American diplomat in Egypt and a new father. His newborn daughter needed urgent medical treatment in Israel. The American ambassador told LaRocca, Egyptian President Anwar Sadat called Israel's Menachem Begin and they agreed that you will be the first family to drive from Cairo to Jerusalem. Here is that story. My name is uh, Jim LaRocca. I was a career diplomat for over 30 years, mainly in the Middle East, also in the Far East. And then I served after that as uh, working on, on, particularly on the Middle East for the next 10 years for the Department of Defense and as head of an international organization that kept the peace between Egypt and Israel. And I want to talk about that this morning because it was, I was in Taiwan as the number two person in 1993 when I had the typical Foreign Service experience. I get a phone call, and they say, we need you in Tel Aviv. And I said, really? Yes, we do. And I said, when? And they said, tomorrow. And I said, well, can you give me four days? You know, I have a wife and three kids. I'll go to school. They said, well, they can stay there, but we need you. So off I went. And a few months after that, uh, we had our agreement with the, between the Egyptian or the Palestinians and the Israelis, the Oslo Agreement. Now, I want to fast forward to the spring, uh, two years after that, in 1995. I had been the charge for almost a year. Tel Aviv is a difficult post. And Bill Perry was coming, the Secretary of Defense at the time. And Yitzhak Rabin was almost so depressed that it was very, very hard to even see him present at that time. We had such a string of terrorist incidents that had killed so many people. And he was so determined and had taken such bold risks for peace. And even he began to wonder. So. I decided that uh, I would host at the ambassador's residence, which I really wasn't living in, um, a dinner for Rabin and Bill Perry. So at the beginning, I stood up and I said, I would like to say some remarks and then a toast. And I could see Rabin kind of slumped over in his chair. And I said, from 1978 to 1981, I was stationed in Cairo, and I saw, I worked on the Camp David Treaty, which was approved in 1979. Then our first child was born in 1980, at the beginning of the year. Uh, the Egyptians called her Nura, which means light, because her eyes were so radiant. We called her Stephanie. Anyway, she had a very difficult birth and had a massive knock knot in her neck. And as parents, for the first time, we were frantic. And we knew we couldn't fly her somewhere because she was days old. I had the most wonderful ambassador, Roy Atherton, and his wife, Betty. And they were so approachable, and I went to them, and they knew we had just had a baby, and I said, what do we do? And they said, we'll take care of it. Two hours later, he calls me back and he says, Jim, I called Sadat. Sadat called Begin. And they agreed that you will be the first family to drive 
to drive from Cairo to Jerusalem. And we put, well, there we were, a family of three, sounds a little biblical, going the other direction though, going to Israel and our little Fiat convertible. And we screamed across the Sinai with this big military convoy, hard to keep up as our little thing is bouncing. And then we get to the border and the convoy disappears. And there's two young soldiers standing there, smiling, an Egyptian and Israeli. And they said in their broken accents, we welcome the peace baby. And we went to Adasa Hospital, and there was a wonderful doctor there. Israel at that time had more, per capita, more doctors per capita than any country in the world. His name was Dr. Ashkenazi, which of course, all of the Israelis in the audience, including were being warmed up, that's, it's a great name if you know Judaism. Uh, but, and he was able through therapy and no surgery to remove that knot. And I, I then commented to the group, I said, you know, this is really what peace is all about. We were the, one of the first to enjoy the fruits of peace. It's when parents and children and grandparents and grandchildren can go to sleep at night without fear, have dreams and wake up and try to fulfill those dreams. And I said, this is why we must stay the course. And I said, let's all toast that we can help more families have the quiet miracle of a normal life. Started to walk back to my chair, and Rabin grabbed my arm, and he said, Jim, I really needed that. I will never, as long as I live, allow the enemies of peace to defeat us. He, of course, only six months later was assassinated. But I will never forget those words, and I believe all those who work for peace should really understand what this is all about. It's not a piece of paper. It's about normal people living their lives with hope and without fear. Thanks for listening to Tales of American Diplomacy, a Tex Harris initiative for the Association for Diplomatic Studies and Training, a personal life story produced by POS Productions. Donate to support our work at adst.org because diplomacy matters now more than ever.